welcome to the Grow My Salon Business podcast, where we focus on the business side of hairdressing. I'm your host, Anthony Whitaker, and I'll be talking to thought leaders in the hairdressing industry, discussing insightful, provocative, and inspiring ideas that matter. So get ready to learn, get ready to be challenged, get ready to be inspired, and most importantly, get ready to grow your salon business. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Grow My Salon Business podcast. I'm Anthony Whitaker, and thank you for joining us here. And while I'm thanking people, I want to thank those of you who've taken a couple of minutes to rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. We really appreciate it as it makes it easier for other people to find us. So if you too would be so kind as to rate and review us, we would really appreciate it. You just need to go to the Apple Podcast app, search for Grow My Salon Business, and then once you've found us, then scroll to the bottom of the page, click on Ratings and Reviews. We would really appreciate it. And it only takes you a couple of minutes. So on with today's show. We're not sponsored by anybody, so any guests or products I feature, I do so purely from the standpoint of believing that you would genuinely benefit as a hairdresser or salon owner to hear about it. Sometimes the guests on the podcast might be more motivational and inspiring. Other times it might be educational or potentially money-making for you. Today, it's a bit of a mixture of everything. I'm a great believer in using technology to help you succeed in business, but unfortunately, sometimes the hairdressing industry are slow on the uptake with using technology to help them in business. But from a salon owner's point of view, it's important that we use technology to help our businesses run more efficiently and ultimately more profitably. So my guest on today's podcast is Tom Bentley-Taylor, who is VP of Sales and Partnership at Vish, which is a color management software app. Now, I recently featured Salon Scale on the podcast, which is a competing brand to Vish. And although they have similarities, they are different. And as a former salon owner, if I had a salon today, I would definitely be using one of them because not only will they save you money, but they'll also make you a better colorist and give you happier clients in the process. So in today's podcast, we will discuss what color management software does and why salons should use it, how the Vish app works, and the pricing of hair color services, and lots more. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Tom. Thanks very much, Anthony. We're really excited to be here. So thank you very much for, for inviting me. Well, no, it's great to have you here. I really appreciate you giving up your time to, to talk to us today. Um, let's just, first of all, start off with a brief overview of your background. Uh, so who is Tom Bentley-Taylor? Give us your you know, two-minute backstory of, of how you found yourself in this industry doing what you currently do. Yeah, um, long story, Anthony, but, but as short as I possibly can, um, I, uh, I did... Um, my first job, effectively, was with a technology company, and we were supplying a very sort of a basic point of sale into the um, hair and beauty market um, in the UK. And then sort of subsequent to that, I then got involved with shortcuts and bringing shortcut software into the UK and launching that and took it from um, nobody knowing about shortcuts to around 4,000 salons um, using the product and grew the, the channel within Europe as well. Um, Middle East, Asia. So I've spent, although I'm not a hairdresser, I've spent virtually my whole career um, in the industry, but in that sort of little niche, which is really people who know technology and 
and getting technology into the industry uh, to make salon businesses more efficient and easier to run. Cool. Um, well, that's an interesting thing in itself, isn't it? Because, you know, you often hear people say how the hairdressing industry is pretty slow on the uptake of of tech. Would you Would you agree with that? I, th- I think yes, um, to, to a degree. I mean, when you compare it to other industries, yes, you know, we're, we're slower to adopt. But I think once people understand what the technology can do, I think a lot of it is is really down to, um, you know, the potential complexities of technology. Do you need to understand it all? Um, it's a bit mind boggling at times. And the best technology which does get adopted is very easy to use and designed for the industry. So I think, you know, in, in a lot of technology isn't adopted quickly, partly because of the actual design and how you use it. If, that, if that's complicated, it becomes much harder for, for the industry to adopt it. But I think uh, having said that, you know, there is a huge amount of technology which comes out globally, um, which really, you know, is incredible and really does help people do their job well, more efficiently, you know, focus on we're a service industry. You know, and you look at other service industries, technology is a major part of of delivering really good service. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So today, you know, the reason I've got you on here is uh, that you now work for a completely different company. You have a different role. It's a different product. And that product is a product called Vish. And uh, I'm sure that some people would have heard of it before. Uh, this this podcast goes out to uh, many different countries. So there's about 50 different countries in total. Uh, and so some of them will be very familiar with that name straight off the bat, particularly in North America uh, and other countries less so. So why don't we start off by you giving us an elevator pitch of what Vish is and, and, and what it does. And then we can sort of dig into it in a lot more detail. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Vish is um, a Canadian company, um, the industry-focused um, technology company, really designed around managing color efficiently. So Vish is a number of pieces of technology, pieces of software, if you like, um, app-based software, which allows you then to capture all of the information when you weigh color, okay, and the goal really of the technology is to eliminate waste and help you charge correctly for all the color that you use. And then finally sort of deal with the replenishment and that really kind of time consuming piece around stock management. Okay. So those are really the three elements. We would call it, you know, a, uh, a, a color management system or some people call it an intelligent scale, um, an app. So, um, a stylist would use the technology to weigh their color as they do now. Um, and then behind the scenes, all the complexity and the science, if you like, which goes behind um, mixing color and getting your formula correct is really handled by, by Vish. Okay, cool. Now, uh, regular listeners to this podcast will know that I have spoken about a, a another product called Salon Scale, and I did that on uh, on two podcasts. Actually, I spoke, I interviewed Alicia on episode eighteen, and more recently on episode seventy two. So, I just want to make clear to the people that are listening to this that this is not Salon Scale. This is a different product, and we we will I will get you to talk about uh, at some point during this interview uh, what it is that you do that's different to Salon Scale. Uh, and she was very nice about you, so you have to be very nice about her as well. Uh, interestingly, you're both from Canada. Both both companies are both Canadian based. That's intriguing in itself. 
It's amazing, isn't it, really? Yeah, I was, I was quite surprised at that. And yet, you know, Vish knows um, Salon Scale and Alicia really well. And yet we're all, all good friends. So that's absolutely fine. But yeah, it's, um, it's uh, you know, funny that both of the both of the main companies in this space in North America are both Canadian based, although obviously Canada's a big place. Um, so yeah. they're not from the same location. Yeah. Okay. So um, how, how did it come about? I know you weren't the founder of it, um, uh, but you're you know very senior in the company, and that's why I wanted to talk to you today. Uh, so, so how did it originally come about? Yeah. So um, so I got involved with Vish about eighteen months ago. I was put in contact with them through a friend, um, and I met um, the CEO Josh Howard um, and his brother Tim. So Tim had two Aveda salons in North America. Um, and sort of subsequent to running those successful salon businesses, he also then became an, a, an educator. So he was actually traveling around and educating. And what Tim saw in his salon was a lot of color waste. Okay, so that color waste was really not good for the environment. You do not want that going down your plug hole um, or being put into you know um, um, bags and, and and taken to landfill. So. Really, it's kind of how do you manage and get rid of the waste um, that that that's in a salon. So he saw it in his salons. He saw it in other people's salons, and it's a universal problem around the world: color waste. Okay, so if I look at the UK, for instance, Anthony, we have twenty-seven percent waste. So out of all the product that's purchased in salon, the professional product, twenty-seven um, percent of that is thrown away. Okay, is wasted. Wow. So. The concept behind it, Tim saw this problem and was really right. How do we address this? Um, and that was really the starting point of Vish was really how do we get rid of waste? It's, you know, we want to be environmentally sustainable, but also we want to make sure that our businesses are sustainable as well. And waste is, is impacting those two things. So Vish actually then set out to try and work out how you solve the issue of waste. And what they came up with was really right. When you mix your color, you weigh your color in a bowl, okay? Once you've finished applying that to your client's head, take the bowl and then put it back on the scale. And the technology then weighs what's left in the bowl, the waste, and will adjust the formula for the next visit. So quite a simple concept, sort of one mm -hmm. of those you think, Someone should have come up with this 10, 20 years ago. It's so simple, right? Um, I mean, behind the scenes, there's real complexity in terms of how the technology works. Yeah. But basically, all we do is we ask people to reweigh their bowl and their waste goes. So now it's not a it's not an issue of going out to your um to your star list and saying, okay, you've got lots of waste. Can you stop all that waste? Vish is actually a tool to solve the problem of waste. And we don't talk to stylists about how much waste they have. We look at how much weigh, how much weighing of the waste they've done, if you like. So we call it re-weighing the bowl at the end of the service. They'll take the bowl back, put it on the scale. We call that re-weighing. That's what solves the problem of waste. Okay. okay so what it so, so what it does is um, you, 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 you color the, and, and so what I'm very aware of is this is a podcast and I can see you 
um, and you're holding a bowl up and I've already looked at the app and you've taught me through all that. And it's obviously very visual and hairdressers are visual. But what I'm always very aware of is on a podcast is that they're just listening to this and they've got to see what we're talking about with our words. So if excuse me if you feel I'm sort of dumbing it down, but I, I'm just sort of looking at it from that perspective that, you know, I'm a hairdresser, a colorist, whatever you want to call yourself. I've mixed up a bowl of tint um, and I go and apply it to the client's hair. And, uh, and then when it's all applied and I've, you know, combed it through the ends or whatever it is that I'm doing at the end of that process, there is typically some product left in the bowl. And so what you're saying is that's when you reweigh the bowl and it knows what the weight of the bowl was and therefore will calculate the difference between the weight of the bowl and how much it currently weighs with leftover colorant. And based on that, it will recalculate for the amount of excess product that you've used and it will adjust it so that the next time you do it, there'll be less color mixed. Is that essentially it? That's hundred percent. If I go and mix a hundred grams of color for my client yeah. or equivalent ounces, okay, and I have twenty grams left in my bowl at the end, Vish will adjust that formula for the next visit. So when I go to mix that same, if I if the client comes back, they'd like the same color. I choose that previous visit, and it's going to say now mix eighty grams, Tom, not the hundred. Okay, and that's How what you- gets rid of the waste. Okay, so so how do you get around the um, issue of, well, it said, Tom, mix 80 grand based on the fact that you threw this much out last time, but that time she only had a half-inch regrowth, whereas this time, because of COVID or whatever, she's actually got a bigger regrowth. So 80 grams isn't going to be enough. So how do you get around that? Do you just override it? So, so this is, I mean, this is one of the things that I guess, um, you know, Vish set out not to get in the way of the creative process or make decisions for a stylist who's you know, very well trained, has learned their craft, has done it for years. So Vish is really just telling the stylist, this is where, where you should start. So if I, if I mix for my client and I mix 80 grams, but like you say, that client has two, three inches of regrowth to cover. I'm going to be able to go back to Vish and say, I would like another 20 grams, please. And it will tell me the exact proportions of each ingredient that I've got in the bowl to give me that additional 20 grams. Right. So I, in terms of the science and the complexity around, yeah, it's, it's very mathematical um, when you're actually looking at color, mixing color, you've got ratios, you want to mix more, but maybe I've got five ingredients in my bowl all of different amounts. It's really, really complex. So Vish takes that away. And all I now need to do is say, I would like 20 grams and it will tell me how much of each ingredient. And it also then keeps my color incredibly consistent. Okay. Mm. So I'm always able to recreate a color of exactly the same consistency. Yeah. And that, you know, if, if, if you need to rewind this, that is to me the most important thing, because that's what a hairdresser will do, I think, they will overmix the color to avoid having to go back and try and mix up less color but get the same ratios. Because as you just alluded to, that's actually a mathematical nightmare. And if there's one thing we know about the hairdressing industry, and I'm putting my own hand up here, is that you know I would suggest that maths was not always a strong point for a lot of hairdressers. So 
if you are, you know, trying to mix up less and then having to go back and mix up another 20 grams, you better be good at maths if you don't have something like this, because the chances of you not getting some variation in the color is pretty well nigh on impossible for most people. And so that to me is a really important distinction here. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's that sort of Einstein level of mathematics. Okay. So essentially what we're seeing is, as you said, Anthony, people will actually fill their bowl with more color than they need initially because they don't want to go back. And if they do need to go back and mix more, they will likely mix the same amount again because they can work out the, 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 yeah. the proportions. Or if you're lucky, they might mix half. Okay. Mm. But if you said to somebody, okay, you've mixed up 37.9 grams of, of color, okay, go and mix 10 grams more. Even with a calculator, it's mind-bogglingly yeah, difficult. Totally, okay. totally. Yeah, so, okay. so, 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 so all that complexity. Go, you know, the sort of we want to keep the creative side of mixing color, but then take away the pain of the science and the math, if you like the math. Yeah, yeah. Does it? I mean, I, I think the concept of what we're talking about. You know, you're looking at Doreen, your nine o'clock client, who is in once a month, and she's got a one-inch regrowth, and you use this tint. It sounds very simple and straightforward. But the reality of it is, is that a lot of color clients, in fact, the majority of color clients, are not Doreen with a one-inch tint regrowth. The, um, the majority of them, you know, like these days in particular, there's a lot of you know, balayage, et cetera. There might be two or three different bowls of color on the go at any one time. H- how do you... How do you get around that? In terms of the actual sort of complexity, I guess kind of we're looking at multiple bowls, multiple services. Um, Vish actually captures all of the information over every bowl or every service. So for instance, it might be somebody's coming in for a balayage, right? Yeah. And you want to use a certain quantity of color because they've got very long, very thick hair. Okay. I also do a toner or a treatment. So in addition to kind of keeping your color consistent, Vish will actually manage your sort of cost of color, if you like, or or control that. So let's say I've got a balayage and someone's coming in. Every single client coming in is using a different amount of product. And therefore, there's a different cost of delivering each of those services. Now, Mm -hmm. most salons will actually say, okay, well, um, we, we cover the cost of the color within that service. Some people might charge extra for an extra bowl or there's a surcharge for long or thick hair, which is fine. Apart from the majority of people in the team are not charging that all the time. So we see at least 15% of bills are incorrect. Okay. They're missing revenue, toners, Mm -hmm. treatments, even changes of service. Okay. But then equally with our balayage, right, we might have the right service. I might have 10 clients with some clients. I might be using, you know, um, I don't know, 100 grams or the equivalent ounces, okay, for, for one client, I might be using 180 for somebody else, okay? So that that's impacting my profit margin in the salon. So what we do is we can actually start looking at how you price for color. So it gives you the opportunity because we know exactly what's being put in the bowl, the amounts of each ingredient you've put in, but also then the cost because you have the costs in Vish. So actually we can then say, okay, Maybe I'll charge for my service or, or, or time. I'll charge for my time and I'll charge for my product separately. So Vish allows for that. But mm-hmm. then the majority of salons at the moment have a certain amount of cost built into the price. Yeah. 
Okay, so if I'm charging, you know, 80 for a service and I've built into the price five um, as my cost of delivering that service. Meaning so the cost the of the product. Be, yep. So yeah. that'd be the cost of the product. Okay, that, that's fine. But what I can do now is set a threshold. Okay, so let's talk, talk you know, obviously I'm UK based. So um, if we've got five pounds of product um, as my threshold, Vish knows as soon as any of my team go over that five pounds on my balayage, and then it will trigger an incremental charge for the additional color. Mm. So for every gram that I'm going over that threshold, if you like, it's creating an incremental charge. Now, we actually mark that up. So now you've got a completely new dimension to delivering color because instead of color impacting negatively on my profit margin, if I use more, now it's actually I'm able to pass that on to my client. So every single service in the business, however much product is used, is going to have the same profit margin. And that is a game changer for a salon business. Yeah, and and it's worked out on it's science. It's it's not a guesstimate, and so those those price lists that have the the from next to them uh, are more accurate. You know, because you're you're it, it will be this much, but if we use extra product, that will be an additional cost. Are you okay with that? Uh, and they yes. can sort of see the 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 logic behind it. Yeah, okay, I get it. All right, and so clients. To, sorry, sorry. Andy, I was just going to say, into clients themselves actually find it's. Um, are very welcoming of it in the sense mm. that um, it's very transparent. Okay, I'm not getting charged, uh, you know, a, a charge just because actually you need to cover the costs generally across all of your client base. You know, if, uh, normally you've got a price. Some people might have thin, short hair. You don't need to use much product. They're saying the same. You, they're paying the same price as someone with thick, long hair who hasn't been in for a long time. Yeah. Um, so, so actually, it's a bit unfair. Whereas totally. this is very yeah. transparent. We could say we know we've used thirty-eight point seven grams of color on your hair, and you've gone. We've had to use more than normal, and therefore, right, we've got this additional charge. And clients okay. are welcoming of that much more than a price increase. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Got it. Okay. All right. So just, just walking through the process again. So, you know, I'm the colorist. I've got to mix the color up. The, you know, Vish tells me, you know, what I should be, how much I should be mixing based on the previous visit. Uh, I do that. I color it. Uh, at the end, I take the bowl, I put it back on the scale and I weigh it. And that will make any adjustments for what I might need next time, whatever. What happens then? Am I writing something down? Am I going up to the front desk, or you know what what's the what's the process between that scale yes. telling me how much was used and the next step? So when you're mixing, everything is kept on an iPad on an iPad app linked to a Bluetooth scale. So that's what you're weighing your color on. Okay. As soon as I start mixing on the iPad and the and the Bish scale it will start communicating to another piece of software, which we load onto the front desk computers. Okay? okay. And that will give you a digital ticket of everything that is done. So for example, Anthony, if we've got um, somebody's booked in for a highlight, okay, but actually we end up doing a balayage. Okay. Mm -hmm. That change is communicated directly because on the iPad, I've said, right, I'm doing a balayage, not what the client was booked in for. I've had my mm -hmm. consultation. They would like a balayage. So, I've chosen that in Vish. I've put my ingredients in and weighed them. 
all of that information is communicated to the front desk digitally. Okay. So yeah. I will see that digital ticket. It will say there's a balayage. It'll show how much I've actually mixed in terms of weight. And then it'll tell me any additional charges. But equally, we're also communicating toners, treatments, those add-ons, which more often than not are missed. Okay. So that missed yeah. revenue. And yeah. we have a really big push on people charging what they're worth and yeah. making sure that, right, that is communicated to the front desk. And we are charging the client for, for, for those services. Right. So it takes away that uncomfortable bit that, you know, the colorist does. They take the client to the front desk and it's, you know, Mary who's been coming to see her for the last five years. And she, you know, uh, um, accidentally, in inverted commas, um, misses off the treatment or the toner off the bill because it's her mate, Mary. So in other words, all of that is taken out of their hands. It's, it's, you know, it's transparent for the client. It's transparent for everybody that this is what you've had done. This is what you need to pay for. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So is it, is it an app? The, 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 the front desk? Um, Well, if, if you were describing Vish, so I'm the, I'm the stylist. Is it on my phone? You just mentioned the iPad. Yes. So, so uh, the technology that we use at the moment is um, iPad based. Yeah. So we use an iPad. You know, it's a big screen. It's easy to use. Um, it's mobile, but we have them on stands. Yeah. And then we have a Bluetooth scale, which is rechargeable. So both the iPad and the scale are rechargeable. I would charge them overnight and then go and move them to my color bar or or, or you know, where I'm mixing color um, and then use use vision that way. So you're sort of completely wireless, if you like. It gives yeah. us a very, very strong Bluetooth connection. So a wireless connection between the scale and the iPad that's very, very solid. Okay? okay. So with this sort of technology, the key thing is having a really good connection between the scale and the technology itself. So, So the stylus doesn't have any of this data on their phone? No. No, so it's all no. done via the salon iPad or iPads. C- correct, correct. Salon iPad and iPads. Um, we are bringing out um, a tool for single service providers later this year, which yeah. will be mobile based. But okay. um, within a, a full service salon, you would use Vish on your iPad um, yeah. with your scales. Um, it is an, an app, so it's in the app store, um, yeah. and you put that onto your your iPad, and away you go. Okay. We then load on our own piece of software, which is a, in in a sense, an app onto that front desk, and that's yep. a separate piece of software. So we've got an iPad app, we've got a separate front desk app, which sits on your front desk machines, yeah, and then we actually have a third piece, which is really we call it the dashboard, the Vish dashboard. It's really the engine room. So that's how you change all your settings, you set the allowances for services. And you can see all the analytics. So yeah. I can see across my team how much they're reweighing their bowls. Yeah. And because that's actually going to impact how much waste we save. Yeah, okay. Exactly. We can also yeah. look at what the cost is per service for every person on our team. So how much product are they using per service on average? Yeah. And what's the cost associated to that? As well as how much weight is being used. So suddenly I can see what a toner actually costs us. Yeah. You know, and 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 that may vary across the team. Some people are using a lot more product than others because actually, yeah. from a stylist perspective, 
it often makes no difference whether they're using um, you know, 40 grams of product or 100 grams of product, right? It, it, they get paid the same amount of money. Yeah, exactly. It makes yeah, no yeah. difference to them. It the actually impacts rinsed, the business. Yeah, what's rinsed down the sink is the business's uh, profit. So um, it's only on Apple devices. It's not on Android. Not on Android at the moment. Right. No. Okay. And the, you said there's an app at the front desk that connects with your point of sale system. All point of sale systems or just the major players or just one or two of them or what? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good question, Anthony. So um, in the US, like, you know, coming from a point of sale background, um, you know, when I looked at it, there's a sort of over 200 providers. So right. it's going to take a very long time to do all of those. But um, we, yeah. all, all the main players now we do have integrations with. So that will actually, when I mix on Bish, the formula is automatically created. So every visit, those notes are captured. You're never going to have a situation where a stylist mixes and then there's no notes the next visit. It automatically yeah. is, is kept there. So I've got the formula and the notes and those push back with almost all the integrations back into the point of sale. Okay. Right. Vish is designed to be standalone. So you've probably got about 50% of the salons using Vish who who don't have an integration and the and the other half have an integration. Okay. So yeah. okay. Uh, what, what what where did the name come from? Vish. Um, Vish is actually a, a Hindu deity um, called Vishnu. Um, right. So it's sort of the protector, protector of the earth. Um, so very much in keeping with our focus on the sustainability element. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, and I was interested, I mean, uh, I, I know this from when we spoke about it before, that when we talked about the analytics, and you just mentioned this, but glossed over it really quickly, is that the analytics will show you each team member and what percentage of their bowls they're weighing. Because if they don't weigh the bowl at the end, then the wheels fall off the whole thing, don't they? So it's when they weigh the Absolutely. bowl at the end, that's where the magic is. If they do that, that's where you start to, you know, you know, re reduce your costs because the, the system kicks in once they reweigh that empty or three quarters empty bowl every time. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So although the the analytics will show you the waste, I always say to salon owners, look, if, if you've got somebody on your team that has 40% waste, so 40%, yep. almost half of what they're dispensing is wasted, but they're reweighing all their bowls, you should go and congratulate them, pat them on the back because mm. they've always had that waste, but mm. now it's going to go. Okay. So the yep. reweigh is absolutely critical to making that happen. Overall, I think the headline is kind of waste reduction. Mm. I think the bigger picture is really about um, increasing profitability. So if you look at your profit margin on certain services, you're going to have a cost of delivering that service in terms of product, okay, and, and the price that you're selling it for. Okay, yeah. so let's say we've got an 80 pound service and my cost of product is six pounds and there's my margin. Okay, mm. we're seeing that amount being dispensed per service dropping by 20%. So I'm doing exactly the same service, but I get rid of the waste. So the amount I'm dispensing and the value in salon when I do that mix, it's actually dropping by 20%. But at the same time, if I need to use more product, I'm actually triggering these extra product charges okay, for the additional color. Um, and so your profit margin is actually expanding, if you like, at both, at both ends. Yeah. Right? 
And that's a game changer for the for the business. So we're very focused on reway. But just back to your point on the analytics, we really our key metric is how much is being dispensed per service for each member of your team. Yeah. So I might see one person, an efficient stylist is using between 60 and 80 grams mm. of color per service. Okay. And once you get a quantity of services in, it all sort of evens out. So everybody will mm. be 60 to 80 grams. Typically, that would be the person paying the bill. So the owner of the salon is normally very careful with the product. Okay. Mm. But you'll find other people on the team are using two, two and a half, sometimes three times the amount. Okay, mm. so our first goal is reweigh your bowl, and the waste in the bowl is going to go, right? So obviously, initially when we put Vish in, we're actually doing our clients, we're mixing color, that's all great, but Vish is just capturing that information. It's when the, those clients are returning, we've then adjusted that formula down, and we're saving the waste. Okay, yeah. so it's a sort of period of time that yeah, that yeah, happens. Yeah. Yeah, and you're seeing then actually your cost being dis- the amount being dispensed per service is dropping because mm. you're getting rid of that waste. But that's not the end of it, okay? Because you've got waste in your bowl, but you've also got over application, or I call it waste on the head, okay? Mm-hmm. And that could be various different reasons. It might be right um, extra training is required. It might be that somebody's worried they're going to get into trouble for the waste. Yeah. So actually anything left Stick in the bowl, the they'll try and trick yeah, yeah. the system and put it on the head. But yeah, we can yeah. see that because their amount being dispensed is really high. They're yeah. not efficient with the color, but we're not seeing it in the bowl. So with those people, we say, look, you know, don't overapply, leave the waste in mm. the bowl, and then you reweigh it and it goes. Yeah. So it actually makes you a better colorist as well. Because your work's more consistent all the time. It's like, wow, how do you do that? It's like, you know, you nail it every time. I mean, I, I, um, you know, I can think back to situations in my salon where a lot of people listening to this will do the same thing. Um, I had a bucket, the proverbial bucket, you know. The shame bucket. <laughs> yeah, and, and and no one was allowed to throw any colour out. It had to be put in the bucket. And every Friday morning at the staff meeting, I would bring the bucket out, you know. <laughs> and, and I would say to people, I'd calculate, in this bucket there is, you know, $100 or $200 worth of product. Excuse me a minute, I'm just going to go and throw it down the uh, sink or into the lavatory or whatever. And I would point out to them that I would much rather put that $200 towards, you know, our Christmas party or towards a photographic fund or towards education. But unfortunately, because we're wasting it, I just have to tip it down the drain. And it's a, it's a great visual for people. Um, and it certainly, it, it helps. It's not particularly scientific. I've, I've seen other salons where everyone used to have a lemonade bottle, a plastic lemonade bottle that had been cut in half. So, you know, yes. you didn't have that. You didn't have the top half. You just had the, 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 the bottom two thirds or bottom half of the lemonade bottle. And so everyone used to have to come to the staff meeting with their bottle <laughs> Do you know what I mean? each week to see how much product was left in there. And, and again, it's a strong visual metaphor, but this is, this is taking it into, you know, the 21st century, basically. And yeah, and it's yeah. so much, it's using tech to be efficient and to be better at what you do and yada, yada, yada. There's there's Absolutely. no comparison. And I think it's changed. It, it, the key thing for me is changing that dialogue from it's not about shaming and waste and 
And the only reason we do that is because there's no other there's no other way of 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 trying to control it, right? I show yeah. it to I show the waste, I show the bucket to my team. Everybody feels terrible and something might happen. They people are a bit more careful for the next week, but it comes yeah. back. I think the thing you know, Vish is actually the solution rather than it just it doesn't just measure waste, it actually gets rid of waste. That's the yeah, that's the key difference, I suppose. And so that's where I said initially sort of the, the reweighing is the critical thing, not saying to not saying to somebody, well, look, you've got 40% waste. Don't don't do it again. It's actually, okay, reweigh your bowls and and we don't have it anymore. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, what countries are you in? So we're we're global at the moment. So um right. okay. obviously Canada, Toronto yeah. um is is where we're based. Um and then uh, throughout North America. So the US obviously is a very large growing market. We've got salons in New Zealand, Australia. Um, so English speaking territories at the moment, um, yeah. we have got some salons in Germany and who use it in English, but we're, we're mm-hmm. looking at translating and then entering those markets. But um, the, the initial idea is really for me to start in Europe and actually bring bring Vish across across the pond over here um, and then really look at sort of um, Australasia and then into those um, sort of non-English speaking territories after that. Okay, got you. Um now, obviously, you've seen some salons which, mm. in terms of cold hard cash, mm. they, you know, pre vish and post vish, that you're able to look at it and go, we have saved X thousand dollars a year in product costs, as, as much as you know they're being good for the environment, etc. That's not getting put down the drain. Um, you must have seen some incredible, pretty like financial yes, impact. Bit, I- I think the, so. Um, there was a, a, a very I won't mention them, but um, a, a big name um, salon in central London, and I went to funny story. So so went in to go and present Vish to, to to their team, and I spoke to the owner beforehand and said, "Look, how much waste do you think you have?" And the owner said, "Absolutely straight away, it's between ten and fifteen percent." So I was all fine anyway. Did my presentation halfway through the presentation, uh, the owner had to go out. And so I sort of stopped and said to the team, how much waste do you think you have? And they were saying 40 to 50%. Yeah. So what the what the owner thinks and what the team think are two very different things, right? They, they yeah. clearly wouldn't have said that while, whilst he was there. Yeah. Um, but I think the first thing is when you see the analytics, a lot of people fall off their chair when they see how much waste they've actually got. They kind of yeah. understand, right, because I'm saying – Almost all salons are between twenty and thirty percent waste, Anthony. So, so sort of twenty-seven percent is an average for the for the UK, but almost all salons fit between that twenty or thirty percent. I think when an owner actually sees their data, it's quite frightening because that yeah. that equates to real hard cash, hard, hard cash at the end yeah. of the day. You know. So, what do you so, typically get it down to if it is if it is so, average of twenty seven, and you said between fifteen and twenty is what most people are doing? What what what, yeah. what, what do you manage to get it down to? Well, I mean, so it gets down to about five percent typically wow. of, yeah. of waste. You're always going to get new clients who are coming in, so you can't adjust that formula until they're returning. So, so you have that. I think the key thing really is what is the cost of your color in relation to your your price of your service so if i look at a hundred pound service okay what proportion of that is actually going to be color now typically you would see just your color revenue the cost of of your color the cost of the product is 
between 15 and 20%. Okay. If you use Vish for three months or so, that's dropped to between four and 5%. Mm. So your cost as a proportion of your revenue is massively impacted, A, by reducing waste, but B, then charging for the extra color that, that some clients will need. Mm. And actually, you've got a really good thing to go back to your clients with now because you can say, well, if you do wait three months or four months between visits, I need to use a lot more product. So I'm going to have to charge that to you. If you come back more frequently, I think it just supports that frequency of visit in terms of, right, actually come back every six weeks. You're not going to have those extra product charges. So it really fits nicely with that helping the frequency. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, obviously, it's not free. I mean, you're not a charity. Um, so, so what is the cost from a salon's perspective of, um, you know, of using this? Is it a membership? Is it a one-off payment thing? I mean, how does it work? So, um, you you have to get the hardware. So, um, most people have iPads or can access iPads pr- pretty cheaply. So, um, a salon would get themselves an iPad or iPads. So, if they were ha- so typically, we'd say a Vish unit is good for about four busy stylists working at the same time. And if I have over that, then I'll need a second unit and a second iPad and so on. So, so the salon um, would provide their own iPads. We then provide these very specialist weighing scales, the Vish scales. So once you've bought that hardware, um, then the software is actually available on a subscription basis. So we don't charge... Um, on a contract basis. You pay your subscription each month. We always say, run Vish for a minimum of three months and it will prove itself. And normally you're about 10 to 15 times the cost is what you'll return in those first three months. So it is substantial. It will pay for all of its upfront costs, yep, the setup, the hardware, the iPads in that first month. Okay, And by month three, your waste is dropping right off. So you're seeing the full benefit. So to, to your point, it does vary by region in terms mm-hmm. of what the cost is, but the salon right. needs to buy, buy the scale an iPad and then they pay a subscription based on where they are in the world um, for, 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 for the service, for the software, the support. And because there's no contract, it's, it's, a, it's a shared success, if you like. We know yep. Vish will make a massive difference. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't need to tie people into a contract. Mm. It, oh, just try it for three months and it will prove so, itself. So it doesn't matter whether, you, whether you're a, a solo operator or a salon with five or 10 colorists in it, it's the same monthly subscription or, or is there it, some it, sort of sliding it, it, scale? It, yeah, it varies by number of scales. So the right. number of VISH units yeah. would depend on, so it's one, two or three yep. VISH scales. If you have more than three, then it, it plateaus at that point. That's that, that that's the maximum subscription it would be. Okay. Okay. So, um, so yeah, it does depend upon obviously that's scaling up with the size of salon as well. So it depends upon your team. It's really one unit for up to four busy colorists, two units for up to eight, three units for 12 and so on. Okay. Got it. Okay. Um, I mentioned salon scale before, uh, what is it? Yeah. What is your USP? compared to salon scale my, my if i can i hope i do it justice by saying that salon scales usp is all about separating cost of product from cost of labor 
and I really like that concept as well. Um, to be able to say, you know, that the the service. Alicia, when she talks about it, talks about it in the concept of your car, which I think makes perfect sense to everybody. If you take your car to the garage, when you go and get the bill, they say it was $75 for parts and it was you know $110 for labor or something. And that she's using that analogy to talk about color, that it was you know $18.50 for the product on your hair and the labor cost was $85. And so that, that to me is what her sort of USP is. Yes. What, what is the... What's your USP? What's your point of difference? Like, how would you sort of sum that up? Yeah, I mean, there's a number of different points. I think just on that, um, in terms of splitting your labor from your parts, okay, mm. that's great for some people. Other people don't want to change the way that they're charging for their services. Mm -hmm. So I think Vish gives you flexibility in terms of how you want to price for color. So you can do that by all means. You can do labor and, and, and parts, okay? But equally, as we said earlier, you can set a threshold on the amount of product required for each service or that you budget for, for each service. Yeah. And that gives you a different different choice at that point. Okay. So actually, I'm just charging now for any excess rather mm -hmm. than having to charge in full for the product separately to the labor. So I think there's, there's some differences there. And I think, you know, for us, it's really about... Um, color efficiency and i think you know reducing the waste is a big part of that as well as charging for the additional color and yeah. some people do choose to have se separated mm. labor and, and and product charges um but our, our aim is really to make it so that it can fit in with your business yeah. as opposed to you having to change the way that you're pricing okay cool um what resistance do you see when you're talking to salon owners about it? What are the most common points that, that they sort of get stuck on it with as to why they don't want it? I mean, why wouldn't you want it? But I'm sure that there's a lot of resistance that comes. Yeah, I think, as with, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's absolutely true. I think, you know, as with a lot of technology, it's really to get the most out of any technology. It's about adoption and actually having your team adopt it. And I think part of that is probably the communication side of it. So a lot of people are sort of, all right, will my team use it? You know, so we do some, we have some pretty strict rules. You, you don't have other scales available, right? You have to use Vish. We have a full, very structured training program. You can't just get Vish and go and use it. We, you have to go through our training program. Okay. So mm -hmm. it's very structured for a reason because it then means it's very easy for somebody to start using it. And just for that, for that, um, use of the system to become a habit and it's just people doing it without thinking so i think um for, from our perspective it's really about right give people really good training if they don't reweigh all their bowls straight away it's not the end of the world we'll still save some of the waste but our goal is for everybody to weigh all of their bowls okay mm -hmm. so so it's that sort of thing i always say to people in the first few weeks you just got to go easy on people right you're not going to get the results necessarily straight away some teams will and others, it just takes a little while for them just to get used to using technology. It is very easy to use, just like you would um, use a mobile phone. You know, it is an iPad app, so it's it, it's familiar to everybody who's got a got got a, a smartphone. Um, so I think that I think that's the, the the key thing. The 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 sort of financial side, the benefits for your business and environmentally, it's a bit of a no brainer. You know, it's the amount you make versus what it costs is 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 huge. Okay, mm. so that isn't the problem. I think 
the thing to focus on is, okay, I want my team to adopt this and adopt it properly because that's what will deliver the results. Mm. Yeah, well, I know when you, you know, talked me through it online and I could see it, it is a very visual tool and uh, hairdressers love visual tools uh, and, and using yeah. it is, is visual. Being able to, you know, to work out those calculations, it, it was very um, seductive. So I, can, yeah. I, I can't imagine that there would be a lot of pushback from it, except for the fact that it's just change. And, and I, th- I suppose the other thing is that there's a degree of accountability about it. And sometimes people don't like accountability, you know, whether you're That's an owner it. or whether you're a stylist, they, they want... They, you know, they, they want to hide behind creativity and, and yeah. this is not restricting creativity at all. It's, it's just helping, helping people to run a more efficient business. And that leads more money in the till at the end of the week to, to help people with their creativity, whether it's through sending them on courses or whatever it is, because the business is more, you know, financially viable. So. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that, I think it comes down to, you know, some people are fearful. I'm going to get into trouble for my waste. Right mm. now, people can see this. So, so there's sort of a bit of fear there. And that's where we spend a lot of time with owners saying, look, you know, what's in it for your team? They don't need to do any notes anymore because they're automatically captured. It'll help mm. them mix consistent color every single time without fail. Right. Yep. You can actually help each other. If you've got people who are supporting the stylist, they can actually go and mix a little bit more color exactly how the stylist would. Okay. Yep. So there's a lot of help there. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, it's it, it it's really about, look, this isn't about um, being held accountable for waste. It's actually about color efficiency and helping yeah. you do your job without that, that sort of complexity of the science. Yeah, better and quicker and therefore you make more money. It's a win for everybody, basically, isn't it? And yeah. It's a win for the planet. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else I want to ask you about was the the pricing of color services. I I, I never thought of this until... I talked to Alicia uh, and she was pointing mm. out to me that because I was guilty of this, I, I have been saying to people that typically about 10% of the cost of any color service will be product cost. And that's sort of one of those numbers that as an industry, people have just been sort of using, you know, about 10% will be the cost of product. But as she pointed out to me that color services have changed dramatically in the last 10 years. And that typically now there might be two or three or four bowls of color on any colorous, you know, uh, trolley as they're coloring a client's hair. And so the cost of product is nothing like 10%. If anything, it's now nearer 20%. And I'm sure you've got some data around that. So it's like colorists aren't pricing properly for their Mm. work. They're underselling themselves because there's a lot more product cost in there than what they are uh, factoring in. And therefore, from a salon owner's point of view, when they're paying commission, and this is a really important point, they're often paying commission on the product. Whereas if the cost of the product was taken out of the service and then you paid commission, it would be a fairer and more accurate way of doing it. So just just for anyone listening to this, if they're not sure what I mean, if a service costs $100 and $20 of that was actually product costs, well, you take the $20 product cost out first and then the commission is paid on the remaining 80 as opposed to paying commission on 90 or even 100, which is what some people do. So what, what are your thoughts about that? I'm a massive advocate of that, Anthony. I think um, you know, at the moment, what other industries can you name where a direct cost of delivering that service you pay commission on? Yep. Yeah. It, it just doesn't happen, right? So why does it happen in our industry? 
And really it's kind of, cause you haven't got that granular detail. So as soon as you've got that granular detail, that there's an opportunity there to say, okay, let's pay you on what I would call the net cost. Of it. So, so actually take out the cost of your product and then pay commission, even at a slightly higher rate. Yeah. So people aren't losing out. And then what happens is as they reweigh their bowls and their waste goes, they use less product per service. The actual margin increases. You're making more money. It's no longer $80. It's $85. It's $90 mm. your profit. Okay. And, and then actually the stylist is sharing in that benefit. Yeah. Because yeah. they're getting a percentage on 90 now, not yeah, 80. Exactly. So, so yeah. And, and that's where it sort of goes back to that. What's what's in it for the stylist? Where does the value? So some some salons will actually say, okay, we'll put the money into a pot and we'll go away for a weekend or have a bigger Christmas party, or they adjust the commissions like this, and then actually as your as you reweigh more of your bowls, you use less product, you're earning more commission. Yeah. Okay. So um, how does Vish know what I pay for that tube of tint? So you've put into the back end of Vish all the different product companies, I'm assuming, and what they charge for a tube of tint. Now, how do you know? I, say I'm a salon owner and I've got three salons. Obviously, I've got better buying power than an individual operator or someone with two or three staff. Um, so therefore, I'm going to get a bigger discount on that color product. Does does Vish have a way of, you know, for me as a salon owner, adjusting what that price is per tube? So when we set Vish up for a salon, or even if you're a multi-location business, um, we actually ask for quite a lot of information. So services, what, what services do you deliver? Who are your employees? Um, and then we also put in all of the products. So it is, it is bespoke to that business. So if you have a salon business and you get a massive discount on your products, that then those are the prices which we apply within Fish. So the cost of that color, the cost of all the ingredients, all various different um, um, products, so whether it's tints or developers or bleaches, you know, um, it's not always in a tube. It might be in a in a in a in a bottle. Um, you know, so all of those things are in Fish. So we put the size of the container. Yep the cost of the container to you, what you're selling that on to the client effectively as if you were to sell the whole thing, obviously we're, mm. we're charging incrementally. Um, so all of that information is in Vish. So when you actually see what something's cost or what you're charging a client for the extra color, that is true based on the individual products you've used in the bowl, because you might have a vibrant color. That's going to be a lot more expensive probably per gram than, than a standard tint, okay? A, 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 with bleaches, right? A powder bleach is cheaper than a tube of tube of um, bleach. So, so you know, you've got differences there, which Vish already is picking up on. If that makes sense? Yeah, no, that does. That does. Um, so, yeah, no, it's 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 fascinating, and I wish I could uh, go back in time to when I had my salons and uh, integrate this sort of technology into it. Because I can see exactly what you're saying, that in terms of cost saving, for whatever it's going to cost me to have this tool, it would pay for itself over and over again, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the rest of the salon business, you know, there's a lot of technology around. I mean, there's still huge developments in, in new areas, but I think, you know, the point of sale 
um, has done wonders for salon businesses. I think, mm. you know, once you get past your sort of um, your your um, costs of rent um, and rates and your employee staffing costs, the next big thing is your product cost. Okay, so that's really where this technology is is a game changer because it's a yeah. high cost in your business that effectively has been run manually for probably the whole of your career, right? And 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 now we can get that granular detail and, and help bring yeah. some efficiency. Yeah, manually and inefficiently. So exactly. Yeah. Okay, so wh- whereabouts can people um, find out more about Vishtom? Wh- where would you like to direct them to? Is there a you know, a social media site that you want them to go to, or would you rather they go straight to the, you know, the global website? What what would be the easiest place for them to uh, find out uh, more? D- depending upon what sort of channel you want to go through, I'd say go to the website. It's um, www.getvish.com. And that will get you and you'll see the, the Instagram, Facebook, et cetera, um, there, or, or indeed go to social media and put in Vish Color. And, and and you'll find us. Is that color the American way or the the the, the American way? way. So yeah, C O L O R. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Well, I'll put those links uh, on our website, growmysalonbusiness.com in the show notes for today's podcast. If you're listening to this podcast with Tom Bentley-Taylor from Vish, then we'd really appreciate it if you could rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app, as it makes easier for other hairdressers to find us as well. So to wrap up this episode, thank you, Tom Bentley-Taylor, for being on the Grow My Salon Business podcast. Anthony, thank you very much. I really enjoyed talking to you. So thanks very much for inviting me. Me too. I learn something every time. So thank you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like to connect with us, you'll find us at growmysalonbusiness.com or on Facebook and Instagram at growmysalonbusiness. And if you enjoyed tuning into our podcast, make sure that you subscribe, like, and share it with your friends. Until next time, this is Anthony Whitaker wishing you continued success.